Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh on this very beautiful afternoon. Uh, it is a Sunday afternoon and quite a beautiful time, wonderful time to spend with the family and definitely to listen to once again our program. We started last week and uh, with our honorable guest, that is uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's honorable imam there at Masjid Rabi in Mitchell's Plain. Uh, needing no introduction, of course, well known as we all know, our honorable and beloved Sheikh, with myself, Mullah Sam Qasim, as we take you this afternoon, inshallah, um, advice Sheikh will be sharing with us to negotiate those pathways to successful marriages, inshallah. Remember, we're taking your SMSs as well, that's on 47913. You can send us through those SMSs and uh, Sheikh will have a look at them. We will go through them and read them with you and also try to and uh, attempt wholeheartedly, inshallah, sincerely to assist you as well with your issues and uh, your problems. Remember, this is a program for advice and that's for marriages. So bring everyone close to the radio. Call whoever you need to tell them that it's on at this present moment. That's 91.3, the voice of the Cape. Sheikh, assalamu alaykum to you this afternoon. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullah wa aslam qasim and salam and love to all the dear listeners of the Voice of the Cape. Sheikh, last week we started and uh, alhamdulillah proving to be very successful. Indeed, people, the involvement of people was tremendous. Our listeners uh, that truly enjoyed and loved it. I, during the week also receiving some response wanting to know when it's going to take place again this week. So definitely, uh, without further ado, Sheikh, once again, we're negotiating pathways to successful marriages, inshallah. Inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidin Mursaleen wa imamin muttaqeen Sayyidina wa Habibina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbi shrahli sadri wa yassirli amri wa hlul uqadatan min lisan yafqaw qawli. Allahumma ya Allah la takilni ila nafsi tarfata ayni wa la aqalla min thalik. Once again my beloved mothers and fathers and beloved sisters and brothers and beloved and honorable youth and children I greet you with a universal greeting of love and peace and mercy assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh it is indeed a great honor and a privilege again to be in your homes to be in your bedrooms to be in your motor cars wherever you are to speak to you to share with you uh, valuable advice from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from our beloved nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam uh, uh, again, allow me to remind you that our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, nasi salatan." The people nearest to me on the day of Qiyamah, and the people first in line to receive the Shafa'ah of Rasulullah to enter the Jannah, are those people who were the most consistent in putting salawat on the greatest human being that ever came to this world, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala hadha nabi al-kareem. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put salawat in salam in barakah on our beloved Nabi Muhammad wasalam, and on all his beloved brothers of all the Anbiya and Mursaleen and all their families and friends. And we make dua, may Allah grant me and you and all the Muslimin the most beautiful ending of this world. My beloved ones, allow me to start the way one of my teachers uh, from, from Egypt, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Kishk, started his lectures. Uh, and one of the ways he started was like this. Yabna Adam, O oh the, the children of Adam, dunya, if the world becomes narrow to you, in other words, if you are faced with problems, فَقُلْ يَا Allah, then say, Ya Allah. Yabna Adam, O oh the child of Adam, سَأَلْتَ, if you ask, if you are in need of help, فَقُلْ يَا Allah, then say, Ya Allah. Yabna Adam, O oh the children of Nabi Adam, إِذَا if you need help, then say, Ya Allah. Yabna Adam, 
إِذَا نِمْتَ عَلَى فِرَاشِ الْمَرَدْ فَقُلْ يَا اللَّهِ Oh, the child of Nabi Adam, if you are sick, if you lay on your bed, very, very sick, then call out to Allah and say, يَا اللَّهِ يَا بْنَ آدَمْ إِذَا دَخَلَ عَلَيْكَ مَلَكَ الْمَوْتِ إِذَا دَخَلَ عَلَيْكَ مَلَكُ الْمَوْتِ Oh, the children of Adam, if Malak al-Mawt appears and inform you, that this is not your last moments. فَقُلْ يَا اللَّهِ يَا اللَّهِ يَا اللَّهِ Then say continuously, يَا اللَّهِ يَا اللَّهِ يَا اللَّهِ So we appeal to Allah and we say, يَا اللَّهِ Resolve all our problems. And in the context of our program, we ask Allah to reconcile the marriages of all our beloved brothers and sisters. Ameen, Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. My dear ones, we also want to thank Allah for granting us the honor and the greatest and the biggest favor and that is to believe in Allah, the deen of Islam, to have iman in Allah, to have iman in our creator, and that our creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to everything in this world and everything in the sama world belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear listeners, let us continue from where we stopped last week. Last week we said that it is compulsory for a successful marriage that both parties must have the utmost respect for one another. So the intention of this program is to bring happiness into our marriages, insha'Allah. وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ أَنْ خَلَقَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ أَزْوَاجًا لِتَسْكُنُوا إِلَيَا Allah says, of the wonderful signs of Allah, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created for you, your partners from your own selves. لِتَسْكُنُوا إِلَيْهَا So that you can find comfort, and happiness and contentment. My dear listeners, remember these words. This is what Allah says in the Quran. This is the reason why we got married. To find happiness, love, contentment and comfort in our lives. And, and for that to happen, I want to mention to you a key word in marriage. And that word is, word is mutual. There must be mutual love for one another. It comes from both sides. It's teamwork. There must be mutual understanding. There must be mutual respect. Both parties must respect one another. And this is the way our beloved Nabi Muhammad taught us. That we, going now to the general public, we, be, we respect all human beings. We even respect non-Muslims. When there was a, a funeral or a janazah in Madinatul Munawwara, Rasulullah stood up. And the Sahaba didn't want to tell Rasulullah, Ya Rasulullah, you, you don't need to stand up. They also stood up, but when the janazah or the funeral passed, they said, Ya Rasulullah, that's not a Muslim, it's a Yahudi, it's a Jew. The Nabi Muhammad said, isn't it a human being? Isn't it a soul? Allahu Akbar. So Rasulullah taught us to respect all human beings. In fact, while the Nabi Muhammad was making tawaf, Rasulullah explained to the Sahaba the greatness and the holiness of the Kaaba. But then Rasulullah said, but remember, that the honor and the dignity of a human being is greater than the Kaaba. Allahu Akbar. Now, now if we are uh, uh, advised to respect all human beings and all Muslims and your neighbors and your friends, now what about your life partner? What about your life partner? Your husband or your wife? Allahu Akbar. The mother of your children or the father of your children. And that is why, as an example, our beloved Nabi Muhammad when Rasulullah addressed us, addressed us on the day of Arafah, on the holiest day of the year, and, and the time was limited, and the most important things were said on that day. 
And amongst these, these, these important words, Rasulullah said to us, Wattaqullah fi nisa'ikum. Fear Allah, be conscious of Allah in connection with your wives. In other words, how you live with your wife. And I'm saying to you this, is Rasulullah, for two main reasons. The first reason is, you have taken this woman as an amana. You've taken this woman as an amana. And this amana doesn't come from the United Nations or from any government in this world. This amana is from Allah. And you will stand responsible and accountable in front of Allah in how you lived and how you dealt with your wife, the mother of your children. And the second reason why I'm telling you, fear Allah and be conscious of Allah in how you live with your wife, listen to this one. And this was said on the day of Arafah. Can you imagine that Rasulullah said this on the day of Arafah? Rasulullah says the second reason is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this woman's most private parts, most private parts, permissible for you and for you alone. Your wife, your wife, her whole body is haram on any other man in this world. Allah has made a body and even the most private parts permissible and lawful for you through the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that needs to be respected. The fact that Allah has given you and you alone the legal right to be intimate with your life partner who happens to be someone else's daughter, someone someone else's granddaughter, someone else's sister and so forth. It gives us even more reason to respect and to honor her. Allahu Akbar. So allow me to repeat what I've said last week. Let us renew our beautiful and loving feelings and thoughts we had for one another. We had this most the, the purest thoughts of my boyfriend, my girlfriend, and so many beautiful um, feelings. And I just want to be near to her, and I just want to be near to him. Let us renew the compassion and the mercy we had for one another. For example, uh, um, you know, somebody told us that um, the wife, uh, after the marriage, they went for the honeymoon. For example, in Mauritius. And the first night in the hotel, in the room, the, 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 the wife, she bumped the leg. And the husband said, Ach, fui doch, my darling. And he picked her up. And mashallah, he been and he been. She says, after 10 years, after the 10th anniversary, they went again to Mauritius to the same hotel, same room. Said, We have been gestam to say, Hey, can you not see what you look like? So, uh, th this might sound as a light note, but it is actually the reality. It is actually, uh, you know, what, what, what normally happens amongst husband and wife. No, we must renew that, that feelings and that love that we had for one another. And as Muslims, we need to improve and enhance and advance our lives. We shouldn't stay the same because the Nabi Muhammad says, uh, the Nabi Muhammad says, Man Whosoever's two consecutive days are the same, then you're total loser two days. Now what about two years? Uh, the marriage is still the same or it, it became worse. No, it must improve 
and improve and improve inshallah inshallah definitely maintaining that first day freshness each and every day something new and bright for marriage life alhamdulillah we will be taking a quick break and we come back and she will continue inshallah assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi and welcome back to our program and uh, yes negotiating pathways to successful marriages with our honorable and beloved sheikh ibrahim gabriels and just before the break taking us through that as to uh, what it is our relationship should be like and inshallah sheikh Sheikh may continue on that note, inshallah. Uh, my dear listeners, once again, I want to repeat what I've said earlier. As Muslims, we need to improve and to advance and to ad- enhance our lives. And our, uh, our marriage is a major, major and important part of our lives. So we need to improve our relationships with our wives and our husbands. And let us also renew the beautiful words that we had for one another, my darling, my sweetheart. The fruit of my heart, my liefde, lammetje, amal die mooie woorde. Ek is baie lief vir jou. We need to bring it up again. And you know, it takes me to a hadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad, Rasulullah says, Jadidu imanakum. Renew and refresh your iman. Qalu wa kaifa nujadidu imanana ya Rasulullah. The Sahaba then asked, Ya Rasulullah, how do we renew and refresh our iman? The Nabi Muhammad said, "Akthiru min kauli la ilaha illallah." Increase to say, "La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah." It also reminds me, I, I went to uh, Fori Kramat yesterday to also once again meet with our honourable guest, uh, Habib Muhammad Al-Sakaf, and he says he advised us and a lot of young people there. Uh, Set aside a portion of the night, even if it's 15 minutes, you cut yourself off from everything and you just connect with Allah. You just give it over to Allah for 15 minutes and make dhikrullah and think about Allah and the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So coming back to Rasulullah says, you can renew iman to increase to say these words, la ilaha illallah. We, we are saying we derive from this hadith and this is important. There's a special, you know, um, um, chapter of knowledge. What can you derive from the hadith? We derive from the hadith that you can also renew your relationship with your wife or with your husband by saying these words and increase to say these words, my darling, my sweetheart, my lovey, because I will let you remind you and I appreciate all that you do. For my darling, Bijzonderen voor jou dat ik kost gemaakt het, mag Allah subhanahu wa taala vergen die hanne, waar ik kost elke dag maak voor mij, mag Allah vergen die hanne moet wie zijn die jannah, Allah akbar. Het is een mooi ding om te zien, Allah akbar. Mag Allah en dan zeg van mij daling, ik denk je dat iemand wat kan maken bunchi keri met die ruti sujeerd kan maken, allemaal die mooie woorden, Allah akbar. So so refresh and renew your relationship with one another. Dat wat moet ze mean? So just be there for your partner. Spoil him or spoil her and be loving and be affectionate, be warm-hearted, be romantic. Is there something wrong for husband and wife to be romantic with one another? Sayyidatina Aisha radiallahu anha says, when Rasulullah entered the house, the Nabi Muhammad kept her, hold her, spoke to her, made her laugh. Allahu Akbar. Rasulullah on one occasion said to her, Aisha, kijk, Can you imagine? Rasulullah, we had the greatest aman of all Nabis. All the other Nabis, they came for a certain time and for a certain group of people. 
Our beloved Nabi Muhammad came for all the people until the day of Qiyamah. But our beloved Rasulullah had time to tell his wife, Come, Allahu Akbar. So, so listen to our, to our leader. Listen to our uh, role model, our example. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad when he said, Tazawwajul waludul wadud. Throw a fro, but leave us some kindness in the world to bring. Throw a fro, but leave us. Onze vrouwens, onze dochters en onze sisters moet nie, as hulle hamil wit en sê, oh, ek het die geplant, die kind nie. Now can you imagine how are you going to raise this child? You didn't plan this child. You didn't want this child. No, you say, Alhamdulillah, ek dank vir Allah. En ek is tevrede met die decree. Allah het gesit, because ek is die creator nie. Allah is the creator. It is not because you were intimate with your husband that you are hamil. There are people are married for 50 years. And they were intimate with one another for years. And they were longing for a child. Because it's not because of your intimacy. It is because Allah had decreed. So if Allah has decreed, then you say, Alhamdulillah, it's an honor to be a mother. It's a great privilege to be a mother. That's why Allah has put the Jannah beneath the feet of the mothers. So listen to what Rasulullah says. Throw a fro that leave us some kindness in the world to bring. Al-Wadud. And throw a fro that by your lovingness. Very affectionate. Warm-hearted. So, so as I've said at the beginning, my dear listeners, and, and, and we are all these advices that Allah must grant us, not only to be successful in this world, but more to be successful in the Akhirah. I, I listened to our honorable Alim that spoke before this now, that beautiful, and he was crying. And we also want to cry. He says that Rasulullah, the, the, the first person that was going to enter the Jannah when Rasulullah was making Salatul Tahajjud, he, he read Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah Ali Imran, Surah, uh, Surah Nisa. View long as they salah, Allahu Akbar. And many langhid when he salah, when Rasulullah comes to the eye of the, of the Jannah, he stops and he asks Allah, Ya Allah, grant me the Jannah. And when he gets to the eye of the Jahannam, he says, Ya Allah, protect me from the fire of Jahannam. So we are saying all these things, my dear sisters and brothers, that Allah must grant us all, inshallah, the Jannah. My wife, my children, my husband, my grandchildren. This is our main aim. Our main aim is that we all be together, me and my wife and my children and my grandchildren and my mother and my father and my brothers and sisters, all of us in the Jannah. There's a specific ayah that Allah has revealed in the Quran. And that should be very close to our hearts. And it needs to be appreciated. Allah says, Those people who lived with Iman and their children and grandchildren also live with the same type of Iman. We are going to reunite them all in the Jannah. Ya Rabbil Alameen. So a fro with bayah beliftah is met This is the advice of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. If he comes home tonight after work, then open your arms and say, My darling, mashallah, ik is so blij dat hij is toegekomen. En die tea is recht en die kost is recht. Wil je nou iets of gaat je eerst op tasting? Gaat je salah? Wat kan ik doen voor jou, my darling? Allah wakbar. The whole world will change when we, when our women and our sisters follow the advice of Rasulullah. Be affectionate, be loving. Open your heart. Be like that you've been the way before you got married. You were looking so forward to see your husband. As I said last week, I've heard that so many girlfriends of that time, when the boyfriend leaves, then they put on a song, When will I see you again? <laughs> yeah, we were so loving. We, were, we can't wait to, to see this man coming to visit me. No, let us, let us renew that, that, that feeling 
and that love for, for, for one another, inshallah. Yes, uh, inshallah, we will be continuing just to go through some of those SMSs very quickly. Um, we will continue for the next few minutes, inshallah, up until 22 or so, inshallah. But just uh, for this person, it says, Salam, is the topic live or recorded? The topic, it's definitely, it is live. Uh, you can tune in. And then also, inshallah, we'll make it available um, when you go to the website, www.vocfm.co.za. It will also become available on Iono, uh, not at this present moment, but through the course of the week as well. We'll make the recordings available to yourselves as well. Um, SMS says here, in 2003, when I was honored to stand in front of the Nabi Salaam's cover, I complained about the man who ill-treat his woman. Wallahi, the SMS reads, my complaint was answered because I was lifted at the point where I stood. And that's where the SMS is cut off. So do send through those SMSs as we read your SMSs out. That's 47913. Shukran, Mulana. And shukran for the uh, listeners for um, SMSing uh, the the, the comments and the the questions. Uh, Once again, my beloved sisters and my beloved mothers, Allow me to ask the question, is there anything wrong for going out of your way for your husband? Remember, my dear sisters, that any wife that went or go out of her way for her husband to please Allah, she do it to please Allah, because her whole life is about Allah. My salah, my sacrifice, my whole life, even my death. In other words, everything I do in this life, is to please Allah. So is there anything wrong to go out of your way to make your husband happy? To make him feel special? The Nabi Muhammad uh, uh, says that man mata, man matat, whosoever dies, referring to the woman, and the husband is satis- highly satisfied with her. She will enter, she will straight into, into Jannah, Allah Akbar. Now, why will the husband be highly satisfied? And the answer to that is, is because he had a beautiful life. He had a wonderful life and a respectful relationship with his wife. Not because of an ugly and unbearable relationship. And listen to the following hadith, my dear sisters. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, إِذَا صَلَّتِ الْمَرْأَةُ خَمْسَهَا وَصَامَتْ شَهْرَهَا وَحَفِظَتْ فَرْجَهَا وَأَطَاعَتْ زَوْجَهَا وَبَعْلَهَا قيل لها يوم القيامة أدخل الجنة إن أدخل الجنة من أي باب من أبواب الجنة شئت الله أكبر. النبي محمد says if a woman performs a five salah and she fasts the month of Ramadan and she protect her honor and her dignity may Allah protect the honor and the dignity of all our brothers and sisters and our children and this is a, a issue that we must speak about because in today's time uh, you know, people are so irresponsible. And Allah says in the Quran, one of the reasons people will enter Jannah, are those people who have preserved their private parts. And then the Rabbi Muhammad said, and the woman, and the woman who is obedient to her, to her husband. Now, my, my, my dear listeners and my dear sisters, obedient doesn't mean here. Yeah, that he must be obedient to his to, to a husband and she must, you know, she's a slave of her husband. No. You you are a slave of Allah. You are obedient to Allah. You are obedient to your husband in line with what the Sharia says. If your husband, for example, tells you, my darling, I, I, the, the clothes that you are wearing is too tight and I would love you to, to wear the way Allah wants it. 
then you must obey your husband. You must please your husband because he's doing it not because of him, but because of Allah's deen. So a, a wife that is obedient to her husband in that sense, it will be said to her, and this is more important, it will be said to her, says Rasulullah, and we've got no doubt in the words of Rasulullah, it will be said to that woman, the day of Qiyamah, enter any of the eight doors of the Jannah that you wishes to enter. Allahu Akbar. My dear sisters, take the advice of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Don't take the advice of our worst enemy. And I'm referring to the shaitan. The shaitan at all times will try to cause friction amongst husband and wife. To cause unhappiness between husband and wife. I must admit that uh, only five or seven years ago when I was in Makkah, I heard that this is a hadith of Rasulullah wasallam. That the, 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 the shayateen, uh, like we have conferences around the world, the shaitans, the iblis, the halat took a conference. And then everybody must report. And then the one uh, shaitan says that I've managed to cause a person to become a drug addict. And then the big iblis says, okay, sit down, sit down, sit down. Actually, it's Khaduni. Um, um, the next one, I've caused somebody to zina. Okay, sit down, sit down. And these are all big crimes. And until the, the shaitan says, I have succeeded to break up a marriage between husband and wife. And then the, the big iblis says, you come forward, you come sit next to me. You have done the best. It's hadith of Rasulullah. So there will always be, you know, um, wiswas from shaitan, you know, for husband and wife to fight with one another, to argue with one another, to cause friction and unhappiness. So don't listen to the shaitan. Listen to our leader, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Shaitan, for example, is using all different ways. And sorry to make this example. Uh, um, I've heard about this program. I saw in the, in the in the newspapers and sometimes as advertisement on the TV. Uh, desperate housewives. No, I, I alhamdulillah, I haven't seen this program. But you can just figure out from the name desperate housewife what what it entails. Encouraging women because of your husband doing this and this, you do whatever you want. You have a face with other men. Astaghfirullah al May Allah protect us. Amen. My dear listeners and dear sisters and dear daughters, please listen with an open heart to the advice of a mother to her daughter. A mother to her daughter. And this you will find in the Fiqh Sunnah that a, a person with the name of Amr ibn Juhr ibn Hujr, he proposed Ummu Iyas bin Tu'auf and uh, uh, just before the wife, the daughter went over to her husband her mother called her one side and gave her advice and the mother said to her my dear child inna al-wasiyyah law turikat li fadli adabin la taraktu dhalika laki if he was uh, a, a person that didn't need wasiyah, then it is you, my child, because you're such a good child. Allahu Akbar. But this advice is it's a it's a reminder for those who are neglectful, and it is a help for those good people. Allahu Akbar. And if if there was a woman that what that had no need. 
to get married. And 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 because of parents, you know, loving her so much, and because of the need for the parents for for their child, then then you would have been one of those children. But women were created for men, and men were created for women. Allahu Akbar. My my dear child, you are going to leave the house that you you lived in for years, and you are now going to a place. That you don't know. You are going with a partner that you also don't know. You haven't lived with him. And and because of this Abdul Nikah, because of this marriage, um, he he becomes now both a slave for you and a king for you. And uh, yes, inshallah, we do excuse uh, Osma Fushek for interrupting on that note, but we need to go for that break, inshallah. And when we come back, we will continue those SMSs as well. It says here, Sheikh, um, it says that this lady says she's married for 42 years, and she says she's still a darling to her husband, and she called her husband my poplap. <laughs> and then there's some other nice ones as well. But when we come back, inshallah, we'll go through some of them as well, inshallah. And yes, welcome back to our program. You're on the voice of the Cape 91.3 with our honorable and beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels chatting to us and uh, giving us some of those very beautiful advice and uh, very informative from our beloved Prophet as well as from the glorious Quran. Just an SMS here, Sheikh. It says, Salam, Sheikh, always a pleasure listening to Sheikh. My husband and myself married for 37 years. The SMS read, Alhamdulillah, we have the utmost respect for each other. He is a man who set a good example to the family. I shukr Allah every work for the good husband Allah has granted me. And I hope the younger married couples have the radio on as well. The SMS read. Uh, shukran for, for that sister and also for the other mother for 42 years in Simut Ma'anaw, Sifa Man, my poplap and my poplap. And uh, it's, it's really good that people are uh, telling us about the successful stories with the Nia. Uh, and we make dua that Allah must grant um, all our people to be successful in their marriage, inshallah. Amen. And um, this is also this is a, a, a confirmation about what my uh, previous, uh, our previous uh, president of the MGC, my mentor, Sheikh Nazim, may Allah grant Mujanna, said, "Das noch baye in the world." You know, we we mustn't think that uh, uh, our lives uh, is like the, the what 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 stands in the daily voice in the son. news. Uh, and and if, if a person you know uh, confine you of concentrate of thy news, as you don't get, but get an individual. Now that's not by your by your good means individual. So we continue with the advice: uh, the mother, the mother, not the not the father, the mother. In other words, a female gave to a female. The mother said to the to a daughter. So because of this act of nikah, uh, the, the the marriage, your husband he became both a slave to you and a king for you. And if he is your king, then you are the queen. And she said to her, my daughter, so be like a slave to your husband and he will be like a slave to you. It's mutual. It's mutual. So my school maha said, Mahallah very jandafah and ajizahara. Ajis snacks is your man. Takana in no snacks service. Yes, salam. And then she said to her, to her daughter, Wahfadilahu hisal and ashran and protect and preserve. Ten things and ten qualities, then you will find a treasure and a gold mine of happiness, my dear daughter. The first and the second one is devote yourself to your husband. 
treat with him with humility and give a good listening ear to him. And the third and the fourth one, uh, consider and regard, you know, his, his senses of his, 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 his eyesight and his, and his smelling, his nose. So don't ever let he, his eyes fall on something um, ugly of you. And don't let him smell anything, a bad smell from you. This is the advice of a mother to a daughter. And the, the fifth one and the sixth one, also consider and regard the importance of his sleeping time and his eating time. Once again, I'm reminding there's a mother to the daughter. Uh, because, you know, the hunger pain is a provoke a means. And as in she says, slap can rich slap me as mark from pay by quad. And the seventh and the eighth one, Falihtiraz bimali wal ira ala hashamihi wa iyalihi. And she says, and, and also protect his wealth and look after his workers and his children. And the Ninde and the Tindiana, Fala ta'asina lahu amran. And don't disobey any request from him. And also do not spread any secret from him. Allahu Akbar. Because if you are going to, you know, disrespect and disobey his request, is going to break his heart. And if you're going to spread a secret, then... Don't be safe from his betrayal to you. May Allah protect us. And, and, I, and I also advise you, my, my dear daughter, when your husband is uh, full of stress, full of worries, and full of problems, you share these problems. Don't be the opposite. He is worried and, he, and you are happy. And when he is happy, she is happiness. Don't when he is happy, then it's very quiet. So, so Jamaat Muslimin, there's such a lot of advice. If I can quickly share with you the advice of Abu Darda, this great Sahabi of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. He said to his wife, If you see me, as you know for me, sin is quiet, then pimp him for me. Munino. Provoke me for me that I can be quieter with me. And not so as I see that you are quiet, then I will try to make you happy after calm and, and happy to make and free to make. And if we don't have that understanding, darling, then we won't be able to live together. And another advice uh, that the father gave his daughter, Abdullah ibn Ja'far ibn Abi Talib, he said to him, Iyaki wal ghira, pass up. Om bayeja lusta bis yo man. Fa inna miftahu talaq because I see slitl van talaq. And pas op kathratul atab. You know, um baye complain and ta baye ta blame. Because that was like hatresi. Wa alayka bil kuhl. And mafia altit moi fio mans. Yekse kuhl and kuhl is swat mata. Fa inna azyanu zina. That's in moist manir. Fa ta frukan fa moi ma fa man. Wa atya putib. And the best perfume. Al ma is vata. Fio skunta mak with vata. My dear listeners and dear sisters, allow me once again to come back to mutual respect. Look at 
Look at how beautiful are the teachings of our beloved Nabi Muhammad For example, the Nabi Muhammad Listen, listen carefully. One of the rights that is given to a woman, don't rectify her in front of others. Allahu Akbar. Don't rectify her in front of others. Now this is the beauty of knowledge. Al-ilmu nurun wal-jahlu Knowledge is light and ignorance is darkness. And I always make this example. Uh, for example, a person walks in a dark cave. And in the cave there are poisonous sticks, scorpions, and so many other things that can hurt you. But if you go through that cave, if you go through that cave without any form of light, says, and then you only realize, and it can be very damaging. But if you go through the same cave with any form of light, you'll be able to see there's a snake, there's a scorpion, there is a glass that you can entrap, there is a clip that you can see, and you'll be able to go through the cave, inshallah. The same with, with, with marriage. If it is built on knowledge, imagine a person doesn't know that Allah has given the right of a woman that if she has done something wrong, you don't rectify in front of others. But you do it when the two of you are alone. Imam Shafi rahimallah says, if you rectify a person in front of others, you haven't, you haven't actually rectified the person. You have humili- humiliated that person. You have belittled that person. You have disgraced that person. You have embarrassed and dishonored that person. So my dear sisters and brothers, please don't fight in front of your children. Don't argue in front of your children. It is very damaging very damaging for children to be in a in a in a in a in a home where mother and father are regularly uh, giving and distributing ugly words to one another, even swear words. It's very damaging. It causes misery, not only in the present life but even in the future. So once again, may Allah grant us to come back to the beautiful words, the beautiful words to our husbands and our wives. I'm coming back to the point of it is a right of a woman that if she has done something wrong, then you rectify. You can rectify her, but in the most beautiful and respectable way. Now look at the difference of a person doing what Rasulullah has asked him to do and the person that does the opposite. For example, the husband comes home and as let's say, the wife is sitting there or she's busy, a mother is there, a father is there, friends, neighbors, and he rectify knows why he is full now. My friend, it's for kids to do, and she must not bring it. And look at the, the husband coming home. He knows that his wife has done something wrong. He doesn't say anything. He greets her beautifully, mashallah, my darling. Tonight, he says, my darling, whether her name is Rukia or Zainab or Aisha or Khadija, my darling Khadija, there's something that I need to speak to you. And, and, and look at the difference. Look at the difference. And that's the difference of, of ilm and ignorance. My dear brothers and sisters, allow me to once again remind you that it's all mutual. So, if it is a right of a woman that the husband don't rectify in front of others, it is also the right of the husband that uh, his wife don't rectify and humiliate him in front of others. So please, my dear brothers and sisters, control your emotions, 
and control your anger for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember the hadith of Rasulullah, وَخِيَارُكُمْ خِيَارُكُمْ لِنِسَائِهِمْ And the best amongst you are those who are the best to the women that you are married to. وَأَنَا خَيْرُكُمْ لِأَهْلِي And I am the best of you for my family, says the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When Sayyidatina Aisha was asked, how was the character of Rasulullah? Her answer was, the Nabi, كَانَ خُلُّكُوا الْقُرْآنِ The Nabi Muhammad was the living Qur'an. He was the practical Qur'an. And one of the, uh, one of the qualities and beautiful characteristics that Allah discussed in the Qur'an is, وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْظَةِ Those people who preserve or swallow in or control the anger. And the, the Arab says, الْحِلْمُ سَيِّدُ الْأَخْلَاقِ To be able to control yourself in the, in the, in the rage of anger to, and you control yourself, that is the master of all characteristics. My dear listeners, uh, uh, it's almost uh, unbelievable to, to, to know that the time is over. Once again, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us success in this world and success in the akhirah. May Allah soften our hearts. May Allah grant us that forgiving mercy for one another. May Allah grant all husbands and wives to reconcile their differences and they do it for the sake of Allah, only to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَمَنْ عَفَى وَأَصْلَحَ فَأَجْرُوا عَلَى اللَّهِ Whosoever pardons, and not only pardons, but he or she reconciles, then your reward is with Allah. In other words, you will be in the good books with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. My dear listeners, I once again end off with the last words of our beloved Nabi Muhammad Rasulullah so much wanted all of us to enter the Jannah. And in his last words, in his last breath, he said, As-salah, as-salah. In other words, preserve the salah, preserve the salah. And that is also the key to the success of your marriage. That you and your husband, you and your wife and your children, you are steadfast on your five-time salah. If that is going to happen, Allah will make sure that your marriage will be successful, inshaAllah. Ameen, Ya Rabbul Alameen. And indeed, we ask Allah to accept that dua from Sheikh. And once again, we are very grateful and honored to have Sheikh. And may Allah grant Sheikh many, many more years that Sheikh can always be um, in our company and giving us all that advice to once again constructively take our relationships and our marriages forward. And this program, Negotiating Pathways for Successful Marriages, inshallah. Join us once again next week, inshallah. We'll bring you more advice. All those SMSs that came through, definitely we took heed of it. And uh, we will be forwarding those SMSs uh, to Sheikh as well. And uh, Sheikh will peruse it and look through it. And uh, inshallah, construct those advice as it proceed during the course of this program, according to that what concerns you and those issues that you are grappling with in your relationship. So inshallah from myself, Mullah Sam Qasim, as well as our honorable and very beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.